0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today, we've got a crazy story about some crazy privacy invasion, but first, a story from Jayfer90. Am I the jerk? Dad was a recovering addict growing up, but has full-blown relapsed since I graduated high school 14 years ago. He's had three stable relationships that have led to marriage and ended in divorce. His latest relationship is a rebound from his last marriage and, as he told me at the time, was purely transactional and that he could never seriously date this woman because she's nuts and not smart enough, his words. He told me that she stalked him and broke some of his belongings after an argument and he was cutting her out for good. I had no idea about anything else about this woman. This was about 5-6 to weeks into their fling. I called to tell him my wedding details and he mentioned, I plan to stay a week to give us time to sightsee. I full stop said, who is we? He said, my girlfriend. I was like, heck no, I don't want that lady at my wedding. You said she was nuts and you guys aren't that serious. Please don't bring a rebound. Well, apparently he had me on speaker and she heard my tone. She doesn't speak English. And for whatever reason, he decided to translate to her that I trash talked about her, completely shielding the fact that I only heard these things through him. Afterwards, he went full nuclear and married this woman three months later for a green card, told me on my birthday he wouldn't attend my wedding, and kept drunk calling me to tell me how awful I am for not inviting her. Fast forward, dad attended my wedding alone, did not walk me down the aisle, and I extended an olive branch but no apology to his now wife. I thought things were okay, except three years later he only reaches out to tell me I should have invited her to the wedding and how I'm the source of all his marital problems. I've had him blocked for months but I recently was thinking of unblocking him because I still miss my old dad pre-relapse and sometimes get glimpses of him but my husband told me he sent him a Facebook message a month ago telling him how awful he and I were for not inviting his wife to our wedding. Am I going nuts? Or is this like beyond delusional obsessing? Side note, his wife has told me that he's been hospitalized and jailed numerous times for alcohol-induced injuries and behavior. He's also allegedly struck her. Allegedly, but I believe it. Clearly, I'm not the source of their marital problems, but what the freak? Why is he so obsessed with this years later after everything? It makes me angry and sad. Hear me out here, does anybody else agree with me that OP is not the jerk in this situation solely because if you are ever going to be on a phone call with another person and you put that on speakerphone, you need to give them a heads up and OP wasn't given one in this situation. Let alone the fact that obviously it's them quoting their own father's words here. They shouldn't be held liable because they weren't even given the heads up that they were on speaker. Am I right? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Our next story is from I'm not sad, I'm still tired. My mother graffitied my father's grave to get my attention. I'm freaking disgusted. After all the things my mom has done, this is the one that hurts the most. My parents were 15 when they had me. They got married and they lasted for five years because my father cheated my mom tried everything in her power to get me to hate my dad she told me that my daddy was a gangbanger he sold drugs dope helped his uncle run his brothel sometimes and was constantly in shootouts this was all true as my dad was more unfortunate than my mom said of the family so the streets were his life even though he was like that i never stopped loving my dad How can you love your father when he cheated on me and ruined our family? Was something I constantly heard in my childhood. I know cheating is wrong, but I honestly feel like my dad used cheating as an out to get away from my mom. I always loved my dad, and even though he never paid child support and did all those awful things, he was still my favorite parent. Because at an early age, I knew my mom was freaking crazy. She was a spoiled brat then, and she's a spoiled brat now. My husband said my mom had a personality of someone who would falsely accuse assault when she can't get her way, and he's right. I hate my mother. She ruined my childhood, she ruined my wedding, but she never ruined the relationship I had with my dad. I remember the time I was 6 years old, my dad went to prison for the first time, and my mom threw a freaking celebration, then threw a funeral when he got out when I was 11. It repeats. He went to jail when I was 13. My mom threw a party and then threw a funeral when he got out when I was 15. He went to jail when I was 17 and got out some months later. And yet again my mother threw a party and a funeral. I had my wedding when I was 18 and I invited my dad. I wanted him to walk me down the aisle and my mom lost her crap. That's a long story for another time. And that's when I told my dad to quit that life. I was pregnant, he was going to be a granddad, and I needed him. He promised me he would quit, and he kept that promise. My dad was my everything. He was my daughter's BFF, and he had a beer with my husband every Monday. Seven months ago, when I found out I was pregnant again, someone broke into my dad's house and killed him in his sleep. He was shot point blank in the face with no remorse. I was the one who found him. He missed the date he had planned with my daughter, and he wasn't answering his phone, so I went to go check on him. I will never forget that image of my father. At his actual funeral, my mother was in the back and all black, crying like she gave a crap. And when we were alone, she looked me dead in the eye and told me that she's happy that racist slur for black people, racist slur for Mexican people, he was half black and half Mexican, was finally in heck. Let's just say that I didn't leave that church without some of her hair in my hand. And after all of that, after all of freaking that, my stupid self led my psychopathic freaking runt of a mother back in my life because my stupid hormonal self wanted a freaking parent. I wish I could go back in time and kick my stupid self in the chest. Now, my mom didn't show up yesterday. I was surprised she didn't, but I should have known she was up to something. Every Saturday, we visit my dad's grave just to talk. We bring him flowers, and as I know, my dad burned a lot of bridges, so I'm one of the few family members who still do that for him. I missed a few weeks due to what happened in my last post, so I was ready to explode off of how his freaking ex is a lunatic. My daughter was so excited just to talk to Grandpa because she hadn't talked to him in a few weeks. I was in my wheelchair being pushed by my husband while my daughter was on my lap. We were excited, but my mom couldn't handle the fact that I was ignoring her on purpose, so she freaking wrote, I'm sorry, Addison, on his freaking tombstone. She also smashed his pictures and things they left out for him, like candles and some of his cars from his collection. How do I know that my mom did it? Because I took a picture of it and asked why she did it, and her freaking reply was, that was the only way I know how to get you to respond to me. By disrespecting my dad's grave? i stopped crying. Now the tears are gone. Now I'm so ready to curb stomp her. It feels like I've found my dad's body all over again. So we're waiting for the cops because apparently, to google, that's illegal. Update: My mom's been arrested according to my stepdad. Yes, she's married. She's on her third marriage and that stupid witch thinks she has the right to tell me how to live mine. She punched a cop and clawed another in the face. I'm about to go take a nap. I swear to god. If I wasn't pregnant right now, I'd be so drunk. Needless to say, it's time to report any of that behavior that you see. Cut all contact off. You do not need that in your life. Be prepared to restrain and order up if you have to. By the way, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our next story is from Totoro, Row one Am I the entitled parent? Background. My mother-in-law is over 70 years old, small-built, has a hip problem and has trouble walking. She has a history of not listening and doing whatever she wants. My husband and his brother don't like spending time with her because she's very unreasonable and doesn't listen to reason. She literally said my husband's opinion was wrong when he disagreed with her about something that's totally based on taste and preference. father in law is in his 80s and also has trouble walking and recently had a minor stroke and is in recovery. We have two children, four-month-old and a two-year-old, The boys are my in-laws only grandchildren. The in-laws live about a 30 minute drive from us. The situation, we, my husband and I would either try to visit the in-laws or invite them over for lunch regularly, so they can see their grandchildren, even though husband finds spending time with his mom very stressful. Every time we try to plan a visit, the mother-in-law makes a big deal out of it. They hired a cleaner when the baby visited their place for the first time. The place is usually clean. She would ask what food she can get us, but we'll tell her no need, we'll bring food or cook food. She doesn't cook and they eat takeout 90% of the time, and she always gets the same thing for them to eat. But she'll still go get food that's enough to feed a small army. And every time we get ready to eat, she'll be like, oh, we're not eating or hungry because we just ate. She'll also get stuff for us to bring home. Our fridge is usually stocked. Well, during their recent visit, it happened again. They showed up with a carry-on suitcase, an Ikea bag, an Amazon Fresh box, and two other bags. One of them had gifts for the baby from them and their friends. I almost lost my crap. She again ignored us. Husband asked if she wanted to hold the baby. He's a big baby. And she's like, oh, I don't know if my arms are strong enough. I've been carrying so much stuff today. Here's where I wonder if I'm the entitled parent. I almost lost my crap when I saw what she brought. We didn't ask for it and don't want it i'm at the point where i want to tell her the next time she doesn't listen to us when we say no she won't be invited to visit anymore i know many people would be like they're bringing you food what's the issue the problem is she brings way too much and it's not food we like to eat and it's always the same few times and we get stuck getting it for days or end up throwing it out because it's gone bad and she's 70s doesn't walk well there's no need to bring us stuff She does it for her other son and daughter-in-law. According to my husband, the sister-in-law says yes when mother-in-law asks and brother-in-law doesn't have a say in it. We sit down to eat, and again, she's like, we're not eating. Husband had to tell her repeatedly to come and eat. The children are at the table anyway. She sits and eats like five bites. They leave, and again, we're like, next time, no need to bring food. She's like, oh, it's okay, I love you. I'm like, then listen to us when we tell you something. And she just ignores me. I repeat myself and she ignores me again. And I'm like, you're ignoring me. And she just giggles. The whole visit she complained about how tired she was. Cause she had to go to the places to get stuff. We tell her not to bring things cause one, most restaurants aren't open yet. And if she gets food, they come later and spend less time with the kids. The oldest naps shortly after lunch. Two, they're both old and there's no need to run around getting things for us and carrying it. 3. They don't eat healthy and always eat the same thing, so we try to give them a home-cooked meal or get something healthier, or at least a variety. Am I being entitled or overreacting? Because I'm really tired of dealing with her nonsense. There's a whole host of other incidents where she doesn't listen that I won't get into, but can clarify if needed. I don't blame OP for being frustrated and being upset in this situation. This isn't being entitled at all, this is about you legitimately being ignored. I think very clearly the mother-in-law has a way of operating that they are not going to deviate from and they're willing to act like you're not even saying the things you're saying and carry on doing it anyways. Like there's just, there's not even them saying no. They'll just straight up laugh or giggle at you, you know, do a little hand pat. And next time, better believe there's gonna be a suitcase full of stuff they're bringing. Our next story is from Liv Hannah. A lazy mother sacrifices me for her mistake. My mother worked at a tourism company for a few years. Even after she stopped working there, drivers brought her various packages and orders. We lived in a place that was exactly on the coach route and very often drivers stop the bus right in front of our house, that way mother could receive packages non-stop. One day my boyfriend and I went out to meet some friends, we were in the public bus talking like normal people, suddenly the phone rings, it was my mother. I'm picking up and she goes, Hi, listen, I have a request. I forgot that there was a suitcase for me on the bus from England and I didn't meet them when they stopped. In 50 minutes they have a next stop near the main station, can you pick up the suitcase for me? and i should explain at this point something more well my mother is extremely narcissistic to oppose her it's not an option and you can never absolutely never negotiate with her i kind of knew that but still i was 15 i was with my boyfriend and i had my plans and something tempted me to try to talk it was a mistake so i said listen we're very far from the station ''You have a car. If you forgot to go outside, can't you drive to the station? You'll be there faster than the bus, and it's easier to get a suitcase with a car than for me to bring it to you on the bus.'' ''I should never have tried. She got mad so fast.'' ''Yeah, I knew I couldn't count on you. Why am I even trying? You'll never help me. You're only asking for things for yourself.'' that's better help, help dot com slash storytime pod so on so i look at my boyfriend with a let's just go look and i signal them with my hand that we're getting off the city bus i say to my mother okay take it easy we're getting off the bus i'm going to catch the next bus to the main station and we'll go there we'll get your suitcase and we'll bring it to you but my mother was already in a zone there was no way to stop her She starts to scream, No, 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 you failed me. I could never count on you. You only think about yourself. Of course, the boyfriend and friends are more important. I don't want anything from you now. I'm already shaking, but I say calmly as possible I got out. The bus is coming. I'll be going towards the station in a moment. I'm literally going there in a moment, and I will collect the suitcase. A moment of silence, and the conversation was disconnected. So I'm going. My boyfriend's with me. He already knew her so he knew there was little we could do he accepted the situation as i did but if that was all i wouldn't be posting this story for this group it was just the beginning we arrived at the station we approached the bus stop and my stepfather's waiting there as well i went up to him and tried to ask what are you doing here after all i was supposed to pick up the suitcase right But I haven't even finished the sentence as my stepfather turned red in the face and runs towards me and screams, I'm going to kill you, you freaking cow. Your mother had to call me and ask me to quit my job because you darn craps don't want to pick up the suitcase. Who are you, you lazy jerk? Can't you help out your mother once? I had to leave my work to come here because you didn't feel like it. I tried to explain to him that I am here, I am waiting for the suitcase, that I got off the bus immediately after the call from my mother. I never objected. And by the way, if my mother, who isn't working and never will again because she doesn't like it, had left the house on time, she would have picked up the suitcase herself in front of our house. But I arrived anyway as soon as she asked me. My stepfather wasn't listening, he only shouted that I called my mother a huar and I told her to go screw off, which I never did, and that she felt bad and was begging me from the very morning for help and that I didn't want to go. What nonsense, we were together in the morning. He said that he hated me, didn't want to know me and that I was forbidden to enter his house. Yeah, nothing like a complete lack of a possibility of communication. Let me summarize. My mother didn't come to the bus when it stopped in front of her own house to collect the suitcase. She called me, even though I don't have a car and I was far away. She was offended that I didn't react with joy to the fact that I have to travel by city bus all the way to the center of the city to get her suitcase for her. She called my stepfather, told him to leave his work, knowing that I was on my way, lied to him to punish me just to take revenge on me for my lack of enthusiasm in talking back to her yeah i'm so glad i'm an adult now and don't have to give a crap about both of them honestly i feel like they kind of deserve each other and i just gotta say if the guy was dumb enough to be with somebody like that then they're dumb enough to believe all the stuff that's coming out of their mouth right there's just no reasoning with people that are so far gone like that it's better to just accept not involving yourself with them and honestly enjoy the lack of stress and drama that you otherwise would have if you did try to involve them in your life. Our next story is from Tarts of Popping. My dad keeps invading my privacy and has stated before that he has the right to do so if he's worried. Is he abusive or am I just being a jerk? I've, male 16, realized since my early teenage years that my dad is simply not the kind of person who I want to be taking advice from. He's racist, homophobic, angry, and ignorant in so many facets of life that I would never trust any of the ways in which he views the world. When I went through a long phase of depression, my dad took notice and would frequently confront me and ask me what was wrong. I would always tell him that I didn't have to tell him anything, to which he would agree, but then he wouldn't let me leave unless I told him or wore him out. In this way... He was attempting to force me to talk to him, when me not wanting to do so should have been a red flag that he was the problem. Then he let me borrow my phone for a while after taking away both my phone and computer, stating that, I feel like what's making you sad has to do with your computer, and I used it to message a boy I'd met online. I was in this relationship for a short period with a boy who had only met through the internet, which I realized has a lot of problems, and I was considering breaking it off even then. But I wanted to do it on my own terms. The relationship was making me happy, I just didn't see it working out long-term. Then I closed the app and handed my dad the phone. My dad came back later and asked about the boy I was messaging, implying he deliberately went on the app just to snoop around. My dad had just scrolled up through private messages of mine, and in doing so, had found out that I'm gay which was something i wanted to tell him on my own time i told my dad that he had no right to invade my privacy and he justified it with i'm your father and i was worried about you my dad then accused the boy i was messaging of being an adult and a groomer and blamed my sadness on him even after i explained to him that there was really no possible way that was true considering i'd seen his face and body on video calls he then said that i would not be permitted to do online school and that I'd have to wait a year and go attend a new school. This plan involved me going back to the sixth school of my life, which online school was meant to avoid, and me not being able to message any of my friends from back where I moved from for an entire year. This was a pretty sharp change in plans, and this, coupled with my dad using the method I'd mentioned earlier to press out of me more information I didn't want to tell him, led to me asking to go to the psych ward. When I got back from the psych ward, my dad started taking me to church again after not making me go for two years, and I started to suspect that my being gay had something to do with it. I knew my dad didn't believe in the idea of pray away the gay doctrine, but I was worried that his primary motive for trying to re-enter me into Christianity was some lingering hopes that I would re-enter the faith and thus not act on my homosexuality. I took to r slash Christian and asked for advice on the situation. This was on an alt account. Later that night my dad took my computer back and afterwards I went into my sister's room and my dad came in and asked me while in the presence of my sister, am I a mind reader? When I got confused he simply said, you know what I'm talking about and then left. The following morning I checked my computer and saw that my social media post had been accessed since after I handed him my computer. I went for a walk before I knew he was getting home, and he met me on my walk. He started explaining to me that he had for a while started to doubt the Christian faith, and then re-entered it, and he explained that he was only taking me to church because he hoped that I would learn something from the lessons of the sermons. He also said that he already expected that I'm an atheist, which contradicted his mind reader statement, which implied that he had no idea and he said he was fine with me being an atheist, but then he said that I knew deep inside that I still belonged to him, him being God. He also said during the walk that a supposed essential step at making me less depressed is to try and repair my relationship with him and my mom. This seems stupid, however, because as far as I know, I haven't done anything wrong to him. So the job of repair seems to rest on his side. With my mom, that may be different, but that's a different story. The last notable thing he said is that I'm becoming an angry, bitter young man, and I asked my sister about this and she said that she doesn't think this to be true. So I think he's just pissy that I act angry towards him, or is maybe projecting his own feelings on me because he is an immensely anger-ridden person. I'm worried though that I'm just being a pissant, so any advice would be helpful. I think in no way should OP feel bad for the way they're acting, This is a situation where OP's going through some tough times in their life, they're developing as a person, and they're not being given any space to really explore themselves or find out who they are without interference and intermingling and trying to be forced to open up about all these things. I mean, how are you supposed to come into your own if you're not given any space to figure out who you are, what you're into, what your beliefs are? without your phone getting taken and invaded or being asked to open up as much as possible. I don't think OP should feel bad for anything they've done. And honestly, I think this is the kind of behavior from parents that end up conditioning their kids to start acting like emotionless robots around them. It's also the kind of thing that I think for kids growing up, it can make it a lot harder for those kinds of people to open up to people they care about down the road. Our next story is from Rat 69 My mom has scarred me for life, and done damage that can't be taken back. When I was little, my mom abused me, like, pretty bad. I have some scars from bruises, don't know how that happens, but yeah. In year 3, a lot happened, but this I will never forget. Picture this, I was being shouted at. My room's next to the front door, the living room is down the hall. I run to the living room in an attempt to hide. My mom takes a removable stick from my brother's cot and you can probably understand what happened. It wasn't really bad, but it was bad. A large bruise on my thigh. I could barely sit down. I go to school the next day. I'm in a lot of pain. This is how the conversation went. The teacher said, are you okay? I said, my leg really hurts. I have a bruise. The teacher says, well, come to the cloakroom and let me have a look. I say okay and we go to the cloakroom where we hung all our bags and I show her the bruise. The teacher says, oh my, who did this to you? I said my mom. She says, well, let's go to the head teacher's office. You're not in trouble. I say okay and we go to the head teacher's office. The head and the teacher chat and then the teacher leaves. The head then says to me, so let me see this bruise. I show her and she asked what happened, so I explain. She writes a note and asks me to hand it to my mom. After school, my aunt picks me up and I hand her the note. She reads it and looks at me and says, You really screwed up. Your mom isn't going to like this. My mom arrives, she reads the note, and she shouts at me. In the school parking lot. We go inside and my mom talks to the head while I do whatever. One thing leads to another and CPS shows up at our house the next day. I genuinely don't understand how they didn't take me in, but after they leave, my mom punished me. But instead of hitting me, she locks me in the dark bathroom for a few hours. I cry and cry, but I can't do anything. I'm still traumatized. Because of that moment, I have extreme anxiety. Always scared of doing something wrong. I'm sorry if some of this doesn't make sense because it's 12am and I'm trying not to cry. Thank you for your patience. This was a very hard thing to speak up about. This is one of those stories where you read it and then you just have this big sigh to yourself and you wonder how people can be such monsters to innocent kids like that. I hope for OP's sake that being able to share this story and open up about it, maybe it can help jumpstart some kind of mindset of working around it or accepting it. I just hope for OP's sake that they're already in or are looking for some form of therapy because first of all, everybody should have therapy regardless but I would love nothing more for OP to be able to find somebody that helps them work through these things. And honestly, although it didn't work out the right way it should have for OP, they did the right thing by telling the teacher here. Honestly, if anything, CPS failed OP. And our final story of the day is from Cassindia: Parent steals water bottle to wash toddler's face. So I, 35 year old female, and my mom, 64, were using the gym at the YMCA in my town I was adjusting the stationary bike, so I put my plastic store brand water bottle down next to my towel and spray bottle for cleaning the equipment after use. Entitled dad and his small toddler, maybe 2 years old, came up behind me and then left. I think nothing of it. I turn around to pick my water bottle up and get on the bike, but it's gone. According to my mom, the dad had poured a water bottle on a paper towel to wipe his kid's face off and then threw the water bottle away. She didn't see where he'd gotten the water bottle. The only water bottle that was in the trash was mine. So this dad used my water bottle to wipe his toddler's face off, threw it away and walked off like it was normal. It was seriously strange that someone would use a complete stranger's bottle to wipe their kid's face. I mean it might be scary to try to confront some random guy like that even if they have their 2 year old toddler with them. I mean at the end of the day if it's just a water bottle maybe it's not worth it but You would just have to really hope that this guy was really, really dumb in that moment and just assumed it was some, like, random water bottle, but that only makes it worse because why would they use any random water bottle at all on their toddler's face? I mean, I just don't get it. I'm with OP. I don't understand this guy's prerogative or why they did that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.